0: An ambassador for the dogs and broadcasting live from Truist Park every day. All day, every day. It's time for Buck's Beat with Buck Baloo. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back to Buck's Beat. More Atlanta Braves talk today as spring training gets underway. Coming up in a few moments, Braves legend and one of my all-time favorites, Dale Murphy. We'll hang out and we'll talk some Braves baseball. Murph is in my Baseball Hall of Fame. What about yours? I'd like to take a swing at some of those riders who have kept Dale out of Cooperstown. But looking ahead, there is some hope. Murph's fate is now in the hands of the Veterans Committee. It's a 16-person panel. Dale would need 12 votes to get in. And get this, Chipper Jones and Greg Maddox are on the committee. Don't you know those two Braves great right now or work in Murph's name with the rest of the group? Murph's a seven-time All-Star with five gold gloves, won back-to-back Most Valuable Player Awards, and uh, should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Now, in the last episode, Jeff Francoeur joined me, and we broke down a few of the most intriguing Brave storylines entering this season, and it's the same format in this episode. Now, before Murph comes on, I want to hit a couple of other important storylines, and let me start with this. We're going to score some runs this season. Now, last year, the Braves finished second in home runs and third in runs scored. And that was without a healthy Ronald Acuna Jr. and without Ozzie Albies, who was injured most of the season. Now, those two stars are back and 100% healthy. I see where the CBS Sports power rankings are out. And they have the Braves with the number one lineup, batting order in baseball. They had the lowly Mets at number eight. And the Phillies at nine. And imagine if Marcel Ozuna shows up big this season. Look, I know, I know what you're thinking. That's probably asking too much out of Ozuna, who has had two subpar years after signing that big four-year contract. But there is a glimmer of hope. You see, the last two years, Ozuna, he's been out of shape and in and out of trouble with the Braves and the law, which is obviously not a good thing. But apparently, Marcel arrived at spring training, fit, in shape, and prepared for the season. Now, the last two years, he couldn't bend over and touch his toes when he showed up at spring training. But it looks like he uh, did a little working out during this off season. Now imagine if Ozuna swings a big bat as the Braves DH this entire season. That would be huge. And our lineup would be deep. And look, I'm not asking for an all-star season out of Marcel. I'm talking, you know, 20 to 25 bombs, 65 to 75 RBI. Hit about 250. Lord, he hit 226 last season. What a surprise. Marcel showing up in shape. I'd given up on him. Just keep him out of left field, please. DH only. And one big reason why the Braves are regarded as one of the top offensive teams in baseball is because of the corner infield situation. And it's looking spectacular. Austin Riley and Matt Olson are legit go go ahead and pencil in two numbers, 80 and 230, 80 and 230. Now that's 80 combined home runs and 230 combined runs batted in. That's the expectations for me. Our corner infield combination is the second best in the world today. The Cardinals feature Arnado and Goldsmith, but other than that, the Braves have the best corner infield in baseball. Both are in their prime. Both are locked down with long-term deals. And look, it's not just the offense. Both these guys can pick it defensively, and they're also great teammates. 80 and 230. Count on it. Coming up, I'll take a deep dive into the mindset of our ace, Max Freed, and also what we can expect out of Spencer Strider in year number two. But right now, let's get to Dale Murphy.
0: Bucks beat.
1: And joining me now, Braves Hall of Famer Dale Murphy. Uh, Dale, Braves have won five National League East titles in a row. I know you got the Mets and the Phillies trying to track them down, but uh, how do you like our chances going into this season?
2: Buck. I love this team again. I mean I I just uh, the the addition of uh Sean Murphy and I'm also looking at a at a, a completely healthy year. Uh well, not completely healthy. There's always something that happens, but uh um you know, getting Aussie Albies back and uh you know, uh you know, we're going to have a few bumps along the way, but all in all, I think this team is as uh reloaded and is young and is good and uh you know i'm just excited to to get things going i'm very optimistic the uh you know the uh, phillies got hot like we did a couple of years ago and gave us a little challenge there at the end but uh you know i think it's still going to go through the braves uh this team is really good uh mets you know uh Man, I'd rather face Verlander than DeGrom, I'll tell you that, but uh, (laughs) I don't know what that says. DeGrom was unhittable sometimes, so I was thankful to get him out of there, out of this division, but uh, yeah, they got Verlander, so I mean, it's going to be another good race, I think, but I'm very optimistic.
1: Murph, I know as a Braves fan, I'm supposed to be focused on uh, the pitching staff and playing great defense, but... I'm not going to lie, man. I go straight to the offense and the batting order and what we're going to (laughs) do offensively there. And I think, uh, you know, looking around, I I saw one publication saying the Braves offensively, uh, the best lineup in Major League Baseball. And you brought up one of the big keys to this year, and that is Acuna and Albies getting back to 100% and ready to uh, have great seasons. Uh, Acuna's knee, uh, doctors have checked it out, giving him the thumbs up. a 100%. He's going to play in that World Baseball Classic. And then Ozzy Albies, we really missed him a year ago, although Von Grissom stepped in and played well. So uh, Ozzy and Acuna, having them 100% is going to be awesome. And then I look at that third base and first base, those hot corners, and we've got Austin Riley and Matt Olson uh in the middle of the lineup knocking guys in hitting the ball out of the ballpark man i am looking forward to seeing us offensively how about you
2: yeah absolutely buck um you know austin riley uh you know it just is turned into a a, a perennial mvp candidate i think matt also is going to be an mvp candidate you mentioned uh, Acuna. I forgot too, that he's got knee issues and that he's a hundred percent. It's going to be a fun lineup. I don't think there's any question about that. And I agree with you. Yeah. It'll, you know, usually comes down to pitching and defense, but, uh, I think it's going to be a fun team to watch again. I mean, you know, they're, they do have a lot of fun. People always ask me, could I play, uh, you know, in today's game, I go, no, these guys have way too much fun. <laughs> 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 and, uh, I think, uh, you know, I, I, you know, that's why I'm excited, Buck. I, I, I think we got a well-rounded. We're going to score some runs, no question about it. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, I, I think you, 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 talk about the, the days of, of Chipper and the Big Three and what they reeled off. Uh, how many uh, division championships uh, we got five in a row here. I mean, th- these guys are going to be in the hunt for a long time. And uh, it's exciting; it really is. And uh, you know, I I just I, I'm excited to to uh, I'm excited to get a, a really good look at Sean Murphy, hear great things about him, and uh, you know, I that's you know the it's just it's it's a well rounded. I think we got I think we got everything. I really don't see a weakness. Health is you know got to stay healthy as usual, but I don't see a weakness. Really don't.
1: Murph, I was so impressed back in the day when you went from catcher to center field. I I, I can't recall anybody uh, else making a move like that. So I I want to ask you about Michael Harris Jr., the rookie of the year, uh, came up and really solidified things in the outfield a year ago and signed that long term deal. I mean, this kid, the impact that he made and will continue to make, I. I can't wait to see Act Number Two coming in this year, both defensively and what he does, and then the way he swung the bat last season. We've got a star on our hands, it looks like to me. What are you thinking about, Michael Harris Jr.?
2: Well, yeah, we we, we talked about all the things I was excited about. Forgot about him. I mean, Rookie of the Year. Uh, you know, how could I forget about him? Um, you know, it's it's fun to see a guy come up and you know you know play well offensively, but but. I mean he he's uh his defense was it was incredible. I mean he, he gets a great jump on the ball. He's got a great arm. Uh it looks like he likes to play a little shallow which was I think was one of Andrew's uh you know great qualities. He loved to play shallow um you know keep guys from scoring. Um and uh you know I, I you know I didn't I didn't know a lot about Michael Harris uh, the second, and then all of a sudden, you know, he comes on the scene, but I watched his defense. I mean, he's playing like, you know, a 10 year veteran and, uh, uh, you know, we're strong up the middle. Um, it, it's just, uh, you know, I, I agree with you. I, I see, uh, I don't see any fall off there anywhere. Um, but he's an impressive all round ball player.
1: What about uh, losing Dansby at shortstop, Murph? Uh, going to Chicago, the Cubs stepped up with a huge offer, and so we lose Freddie Freeman, and now we lose Dansby Swanson, two of the big leaders on the team. And am I overplaying that how important it is to have guys like that leading the baseball team? How do we replace that?
2: Well, we don't know. We're going to have to. We're going to have to wait and see. Um... You know, it's interesting you, you asked that question, Buck, and it is critical to, to have, you know, it's, chemistry means you get a bunch of different chemicals together and it creates, you know, some excitement. You do need different personalities and and different leadership styles. And uh, Dansby was uh, emo- is emotional and vocal. And uh, so... That that's important, definitely important, and we're going to have to wait and see if we miss it. I mean, uh, uh, that there's a little void there. I don't think y- there's any question about that. It'll be interesting to see how the void, you know, uh, comes uh, is filled. Um, Austin Riley and Matt Olson, uh, to me, they're a lot like me and Freddie. You know, don't say a lot and 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 not you know very demonstrative out there. But I think when, when they do say something, it's going to have an impact. And uh, I'm not talking about being vocal out, you know, to the media and everything. I'm talking about in that locker room, you know, we 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 do need leadership, um, and it's going to be interesting to see. So I don't think you're overplaying it. I think everybody's kind of waiting and see, waiting to see who's gonna who's gonna fill that void. And uh, so you need vocal guys, you need quiet guys, you just need a good mix. And there's no question about it that chemistry, Buck, is, is not overstated. It's it's critical over the course of a, you know, a long season in any sport. Chemistry is really important because it's a long-term situation. You can't just, you know, go by the first month. It's like, what happens in the dog days? You know, who's stepping up? Who's saying what needs to be said? And I don't mean that, you know, out you know, tweeting things. I mean, like if someone <laughs> needs, you know, a talking to, you got to have someone step up. And we'll, we got to wait and see. We're going to miss that from Dansby. There's no question. I think Dan, I've seen gonna, a, a little, step
1: a little of that from Ozzy Albies through the years. He's really, uh, you know, taken. Yeah. Acuna under his uh, wing a little bit and helped him along the right. way, uh, so I'm impressed with Ozzy and think he might be able to assume some of that role, and, and then Sean Murphy, a guy you've already brought up a couple times, I, I think a guy like him that comes in, uh, gets comfortable with the guys, he could be another guy that could assume some of that leadership role. Max Freed's another uh, competitive guy, hopefully, uh, you know, they can fill that that void up what was your first impression of Vaughn grissom by the way as he tries to win that shortstop job he stepped in for ozzy at second base last season where he uh, looked like a good all around caliber player to me
2: yeah i agree with you buck i was you, you know these guys keep they keep uh, bringing these guys up that are just ready to go i mean this generation is so interesting to watch with how ready to play at the major league level they are now Uh, With uh, Grissom, yeah, you know, everybody's trying to say, okay, got 162 games, long, long season. But uh, what I hear, Buck, and what everybody says is, and you know the separator, is what you're made of, you know, your makeup. And uh, I know Wash has been working with him all winter, and uh, he's got great makeup. He's going to work hard. You know, you know, uh, last year's over with, and uh, you know it. yet yeah, it remains to be seen on a full, competitive major league season. But I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna bet it against this kid. Uh, hear great things about him, great work, I think. And uh, you know, it's it's not like you, you're stepping into some some big shoes to fill uh, with Dansby, but you got a great club around you. You know, and you got a great first baseman to throw over to. Uh you got a great infield to work with. Ozzy's great. I mean it's 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 a great situation to step into. And uh, you know, with uh you know, a solid team there. It's not like you, you know, you gotta you gotta come in and save the team. Uh you do, you know, got a void to fill with Dansby. But uh, you know, I'm not gonna bet against Grissom for sure. I hear great things about him and not only what I saw last year, but you know what's inside
1: of him well i'd say our rotation looks really solid one of the best in the league You got freed and strider and Wright, and then morton is back uh, anderson uh, competing with soroka for that fifth spot uh, elders another one that looked pretty good when he got a shot last year which one of these rotation guys do you really enjoy watching throw
2: well i'm i love max uh you know like everybody else i think uh I saw, I noticed, you know, uh, a a little bit of mixing in some some more pitches. Uh, I I think generally uh, baseball is going to start stretching out some of their starting pitchers to a little bit, you know, instead of looking at five innings and twice through the lineup, you know, I think Matt's with a changeup and his cutter, going along with his fastball and a great, uh, you know, great uh, uh, curveball, I think could stretch out a little bit. You know, and, and I think we're going to see Max go six, seven a little bit more often. And I think generally baseball is going to go that way. But I love to watch him. Um, you know, I, I I again, you know, it's going to come down to pitching. We, we've been talking about offense like we like to talk <laughs> about. But, uh, you know, I, I, this again, it's just a solid rotation and the bullpen is ready to go. Um Really, really, really pulling for Soroka. You know, I think everybody is, and and uh, you know what a kid and been through a couple challenging years, but really, really pulling for him.
1: Do we have the best manager in baseball? And Brian Snitker.
2: <laughs>
1: absolutely.
2: <laughs> you know, uh, he's been around uh, so long. Great... I think
1: he was helping you down yeah. in the minor leagues, wasn't
2: he? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No, Snit is great. Uh, you know, I'll say this as a compliment to Snit is I had an event this year and Bruce Bochy was there. So that's why Bochy is kind of on my mind. But, uh, you know, I compare those two because of, of the, the, uh, the ability to blend today's analytics with the, with the player and what they see on the field. And that's why the Rangers brought in someone like Bruce Bochy. They're like, we we need a guy that can stand up and say, you know what? This isn't going to work at this particular moment. And I'm going to buck the trend a little bit. And you, you you have to do that. I think the trend is going to go that way. Like SNIT, you need you need to blend both. And doing all analytics, which some managers seem to me to be doing, is just not the way you manage human beings. And uh, um, Snit, you, you, you've got to be relatable. You have to inspire humans to play this game that is controlled by a lot of analytics. And, and Snit's relationship with guys, that's what, that's what Bobby did, is, is, is motivate the, the person to play through the thick and thin. And regardless of you know, what the math says for this particular situation, it might be different at that particular point. That's the thing about analytics that I think drives us all crazy is when it's, it's a mathematical decision. You need someone like Snit to see what's going on, you know, on the ground, in the dugout, with that person, uh, with a decision at that moment. And Snit, Snit has the ability and the respect to to blend it. And a, along with, you know, just being a great guy, he's he's fun to play for. You know, you you, you just dream uh, to play for a guy like Snit, and it's a, it's a lot like playing for Bobby. He's pulling for you. You know, there, there's no – he doesn't put himself above the players. He's got the combination. But I think today, I'm repeating myself, but this blending of the math and the analytics and the human element is critical, and Snit does that intuitively, and it's a, it's a great gift
1: murph seeing you around atlanta a little more than usual here i guess that restaurant business has got you hanging out here a little bit more love murphs by the way <laughs> over right. at cumberland how's that going
2: thank you oh great buck you know we got a really good team over there uh you know nothing to announce but uh we'd love to expand and and uh you know we actually got some 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 things we're talking about about another location so uh You know, it's going good. We love it. Uh, We love working with the Galleria. They've been a great uh, uh, partner for us over there, and uh, we love it. So we're having some fun selling some fried cheese curds.
1: Murph, thanks for the time and insight, brother.
2: Absolutely, Buck. Great talk to you.
1: Murph, thanks so much, buddy. We'll see you soon, I hope. All
2: right, Buck. Anytime.
1: Buck's Beat. Man, it's always great catching up with Murph. One of my all-time favorites. All right, let's talk pitching and focus on the top of the rotation, starting with ace Max Freed. The last three seasons, Max has been one of the best starters in baseball, and from my seat, the best left-hander in the game. His record in this three-year run is 35 and 14. The ERA, 2.68. Now, last season, Max was an All-Star. And the runner up in the National League Cy Young voting. As you know, his four pitch mix is nothing short of filthy. He's got that four seam fastball that sits at 94 95. His plus curve is most nights unhittable. The slider and the changeup are legit. So, no wonder Max is known as the king of soft contact. A lot of cheap hits getting thrown in there, but rarely do they square the ball up against Max Freed. But what about the attitude? Everyone else is getting long-term deals except for Max, even after two top five Cy Young finishes, three gold gloves, and a shutdown performance in the game-clinching World Series title season. And get this, with Max, there's no animosity about that. He's not mad. Max says it's just part of the process. Max says he likes the organization. Max says he would stay if he gets a fair offer from the Braves in the coming months. Man, talk about impressive. This guy's amazing. He gets $13.5 million this season and around $20 million next season in the final year of arbitration. And looking at Max... Uh, Freed's market value right now, we're talking a six-year contract, $140 million, or $23 million plus per year. That's the market value. Now the bad news. It is reasonable to expect Max Freed to hit free agency after next season. And I know that's disappointing. And, look, I would imagine the brave stance on this, is they don't want to be overpaying a guy that's going to be in his 30s when that contract uh, comes into play. My advice, just enjoy Max Fried these next two seasons as the ace of our pitching staff. Now to Spencer Strider. Will he take a step forward or a step back in his second season in Atlanta? I'm expecting to see a better version. The next step, for Strider is to go deeper in ball games. How? Well, by developing a third pitch. Last season, Strider was a two pitch dude, throwing that heater and slider, that combination 95% of the time. The average velocity on that four seamer was 98 plus, and he dominated. Batters had to cheat to catch up to the fastball, and that left them vulnerable. To the slider. Now, last season, Max went six innings 50% of the time. Freed and Wright went six innings 70% of the time. So Spencer's focus this spring is to develop, continue to develop that changeup that he's got, which would allow or, or give him a third legitimate pitch and allow him to at least get three more outs on average this season and go deeper into his starts. And that would take some heat, some of the workload off this Braves bullpen. Now, he just signed a six-year, $75 million contract, and he's also changed his jersey number to number 99, a tribute to the wow thing, Rick Vaughn, and his favorite movie, Major League. And he's got me thinking, 15-plus wins and contending for the Cy Young. Expectations are high for Spencer Strider. I'm going to end this episode with a personal baseball story. I'm not sure if many of you really realize I was a professional ball player at one time. Leaving Georgia, I played three years in the Montreal Expos organization as an outfielder. And I, I remember there was one specific time where... I really got down on myself after facing the Fort Lauderdale Yankees in the Class A League, Florida State League. We faced the Yankees in Fort Lauderdale in a three-game series, and I went one for 12 in the series. And on the short bus ride back to West Palm Beach, I was kicking myself for not performing at a higher level. One for 12, I was thinking, man, you stink. And it wasn't until a few years later that I realized, you know, I wasn't as lousy as I thought. Those three starters for the Yankees in that series, Jose Rijo, Bob Tewksbury, and Jim deshays they went on to win 313 major league games. So the lesson learned, don't be so hard on yourself. Give the other guys a little credit, too. And that's going to do it for this episode of Buck's Beat. Appreciate you hanging out as I continue to break down this Braves team. We'll do it again next week.
0: Subscribe to Buck's Beat and get the latest updates every week from the most connected guys in Georgia sports. Follow Buck at BuckBaloo8 on Twitter. And check out all the fan podcasts at thepodcastpark.com. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth.
2: Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby.
1: I love the hats.